if you simply move in very slow motion and systematically move your attention around what you're concentrating on the physical feeling of, you will overwrite habit. And that's what Sistema is based on, it's what yoga is based on, Qigong, Tai Chi, Perlichrist, Hanasomatic, all of these are disciplines which are designed to recalibrate the nervous system. This is Glenn Murphy with NC Sistema, and this is Sistema for Life. Dan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Glenn. Nice to be here. Really nice to be here. Yeah, it's great to uh, great to have you on. I've, uh, I've um, watching Emergency Fish Party for a little bit, and we'll get on to talking about that in a little while. It's a very exciting series, lots and lots of fun. Um, can you tell folks a little bit about uh, who you are, where you're from, what you do? Uh, I have been involved uh, with Sistema. I've known about it since 2000. 10, uh, where, when I was, uh, I, I had sold a company and went back to filmmaking, pr- producing a feature film that ultimately never got distributed. But, uh, re- regardless, we were shooting it in Russia and that's when I met Mikhail Ryabko and Daniel Ryabko. And, uh, we had one of the guys involved in our film train with Daniel Ryabko, uh, four hours a day, five days a week during the production. And we documented the changes that he went through over that much specialized individualized training and it really was something and um i i really got the bug from a um a seminar i went to with someone who's not really in the circles but was a ex-military american guy and, and um came to my town and that's how i yeah. first knew to even approach sistema i went to a, a seminar and i just the the uh, the incongruence um, of the ideas of someone being so soft and yet uh, manipulating me in ways that felt so strange, like everyone goes through and then and, and seemingly barely moving and uh, yeah. feeling a, a truck hit me and yet being so soft. I just had this like one little whiff of it over about an hour and a half. And then um, it was like going to be out of my life. There was no school or whatever. I was busy, but so I, I wanted it somehow to be part of my life, and we made it a part of this film and met yeah. everyone. And then a few years later, I started training and um, more and more wanted to try to develop a TV series about Sistema. But it, more and more, um, I finally got uh, introduced to the bodywork aspect of it. And when that yeah. happened, uh, mm-hmm. I went to get certified, and Mikhail um, said to me that he wished I would uh, consider taking this more seriously. Like my, my uh, role in this, uh, even though I'm so um, excited, I'm training and things um, is like the sort of a journalist and like wanting to learn so that I can tell others about it. But he said in the body work uh, yeah. world, he said, I don't think you realize that this is your natural work. You're not having to work at this. You just, we, we're, te- we're happy we can teach you so much stuff, but yeah. um you're doing things that intuitively that you, I think you should consider taking this more seriously in your life. Wow. That was the beginning of what became a somatic training network and me getting involved in Feldenkrais method and and other uh, somatic modalities looking for sort of the opposite end of the spectrum where um, I see Sistema as nervous system training up to extremely intense uh, applications of that. Yeah, uh, and Feldenkrais is all this massive, almost Mikhail Ryabko-like, seemingly improvisatorial, but only True. semi, you know. Yeah. Uh, but endless amounts of lessons, uh, that yeah. kind of thing, all in the gentle spectrum, much more yeah. gentle than yoga, uh, 
a lot of it's done on the back and it's really done for either very fine motor skills or serious neurological sure. problems. Yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, that, that's a, so that's quite a flood. That's <laughs> quite a flood of stuff that you, uh, so it seems like you had kind of like a, a, a head first kind of indoctrination to the system. So you, you said there wasn't, uh, somebody came to do a seminar where you were at, but there wasn't a school that you could train at. Where, where, where was that town? No, I can't even remember the guy's name, but I, I'm up in Bangor, Maine. And, Bangor, um, Maine. Okay. Yeah. Um, the local guy who, who I wound up hiring and was the one who came over and got training in my film, Colossus. Yeah. Um, he uh, did a one night, invited someone he knew that was a practitioner system, but not a, a normal instructor, but uh, ex-American uh, Special Forces guy. Okay. Gotcha. And he invited him to do a, a one-off uh, two-hour seminar in the basement of his frat house at, at the local university. Right. And through yeah. a mutual friend, I heard about this, and in six months was going to go to uh, to shoot this film for three months in Russia. And I was like, "Well, I never heard of a Russian martial art. Why don't Why don't we go next Friday night or whatever it was and and check it out?" And um, when we left, that I I said to my friend, "I was like, well, I I feel like the ground has shifted under my feet somehow. Like somebody opened up this magic little." box of shining light and then close it and like this sort of walking <laughs> merry way and i don't know how i just go on even though i'm involved in this massive project four-year project i'm doing seven jobs i have no capacity to do one more thing in my life so i knew there was no way i could train but i also saw this like boat just kind of drifting past me my life and i was just like i don't want to forget about this so i approached this young man and said, uh, would you come be involved in this film for a summer and I will try to arrange for you to have private lessons. So uh, that really sort of kept me in the game. And then, so he got a lot of training and then became my local instructor for a couple of years while he was still around and in college. So, so what was your, uh, what was your hookup with um, Michael and Daniel? How did you get connected with them for the training? Cause well, he went straight to the source there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I sent this young guy up, to uh, uh, Toronto HQ, and I fought to a seminar, and I followed a few days later and uh, went to the office and said, what do you think of this young man? I, I'm thinking of having him represent Sustana in this feature film I'm making uh, by documenting his progress, uh, uh, and I'd like to do it in Russia. What do you think of him? What do you think of the idea? And they said, uh, well, you'll have to talk to Michael. Yeah. I said, okay, because I'm flying out in 10 hours to Moscow, so I want to go see him, and uh, I went to see him like the next day, and uh, we made arrangements to meet a few more times when I was in town or over the course of a few visits, you know, over the next little while, we we worked it out, and uh, that's what we did for three months. Uh, wow. Then, uh, and then uh, he was the drummer in the film, so he rehearsed with the band by night, and uh, Right. Part time trained, but and that kept that sort of kept it in my life until um, realized that the training was done uh, after that movie was done, and uh, I just could not make any progress. And we were training a lot, I think like three days a week at least. And yeah. uh, I just saw, I felt how he was moving, I saw how he was moving, but I couldn't even like roll my shoulders on the on the wall after, after months of it, of, of this sort of this Frankenstein-ness. And, uh, yeah. and I had known about the body work for a long time uh, because when we were shooting the film, uh, we were introduced to it and 
they were suggesting I do it. And I was so afraid of it. I was just like, no way, guys, you got to be out of your mind. There's no way I'm doing that. And uh, so we fast forward and uh, I was training. I couldn't make any progress, but I was also in the beginning of a, of a long drawn out divorce. And my film that I worked on for four years and invested all this money did not get picked up. It did not get distributed. So I was in this sort of like emotional uh, turmoil uh, in a major way. And I went to a Daniel Riabko seminar in Paris. And it was in the basement of a church. And it was, you know, the usual well over 100 people there. Yeah. We were working all day. And, and I guess I must have been looking over at the at uh, Alexei Sapronov doing massage on the side like yeah. he did for so many years, because at the end of the day, he walked up to me and he just put his hand on my shoulder and looked me in the eye and said, you want this stuff. And, mm -hmm. um, it, and I said, uh, you know, everybody else was on the waiting list, but he, he approached me and, and said that to me. And I said, well, I guess I do, but to be honest, I'm scared. And, uh, yeah. He, well, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. He just, uh, that smile, that genuine smile came across yeah. his face and he just said, my friend, there's nothing to worry about. This is new school. And Michael, you know, in his jovial way, he says, Michael, say, this is new day for Sistema. Not so much screaming, not so much crying. It's right. for everyone. You come. <laughs> so I did and I, I got through it and uh, we really hit it off and hung out a lot in the next couple of days. And uh, He invited me to Riga uh, and I was I was looking for a place to go for three weeks in the summer. Um, and so I went to Riga and he picked me up at six o'clock in the morning when I landed and drove me right to the school. And is, gave it, is me, it Alexei? Is it, oh, yeah. This is Alexei, yeah. yeah. So Alexei mm. Zaparov picked me up and uh, drove me right over to the school. And by 6.30 in the morning, uh, I was under the sticks and it was really excruciating and like so many people right. have experienced, you know, it really kind of part of it is kind of redefining the idea of what pain is in sort of stage one in yeah. uh, a student's uh, acclimation in, into this kind of work. And right. uh, you're really so selling it. Yeah, people are jumping it. <laughs> it's definitely difficult. And yeah. uh, then he said, okay, we're going to do a lot of systemic training. And next week when we do another body work, and I was like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean next week? We're going to do it tomorrow. And he said, no, 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 my friend. Uh, we only do it once a week maximum. That's the tradition and such and such. And I just said, no way. We got to figure something out because uh, I got 21 days here. I want as close to 21 as we can do. And mm -hmm. uh, so we figured out this way of switching the techniques. Or he figured out this way of switching the techniques around and the intensity. So every other day is still stick work and still it's the kind of work, but it's definitely uh, this thing substituted out and it's at about half intensity. Um, what we, we, we do need to develop if we're, if a student's going to do this work a lot of times in conjunction with other kind of somatic training system, uh, you know, most especially for this audience. Um, if, if you want this, uh, what you're buying yourself through this process is time it radically speeds up your somatic transformation because yeah. it really, um, like so many Russian techniques, they all seem to be uh, centered around the idea of uh, giving the student stern invitations to relax. 
that that's the phrase I use. Um, I, I think they just have an endless <laughs> amount of, hey, why don't we do such and such? Why don't we do so and so? With that basic um, idea in mind, is that yeah. amping it up and um, and commanding the uh, the mind body connection, Check. controlling that neurological reaction to your body through these specific techniques of breathing and attention and movement. Yeah. You're still in that somatic uh, training world, but you're doing it now with everything very amped up. What yeah. I've come to uh, see through my training and what our uh, our somatic convergence uh, training is all about by, by mixing these particular disciplines in, in a certain way and throwing this body work into the mix is that the, the real thing that's on offer is a, a radical uh, speeding up of the process where yeah. you are not just doing it in the Russian military tradition. And I think in, in a full training scenario, you would be having lots of time. If you were in the Russian military, there probably are these recovery modalities that are employed. But mm. I at this point as like civilian sure. you know, martial arts people, we're, we're getting exposed to certain exercises. And so, uh, it all starts gentle, and uh, but the the agenda is to amp it up at some point in most things. That so was that, that? So was that mm-hmm. the um, was that the um, impetus between um, to going towards Feldenkrais? Because f- for myself as well, I use Feldenkrais techniques in um, the stress proof retreats and workshops that I do. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of mix and match between pieces of that, pieces of kind of like a you know cognitive cognitive behavioral stuff all kinds of different kind of modalities in there um but i find that the um the russian style somatics which you know the deep massage or the whip massage or stick massage and things like that definitely get to the problems faster but it's um, what i found was that there's a vanishing proportion of people who are willing to go through that in order to get to that place so in order to kind of work with people who are a bit more fragile or um psychologically just kind of afraid of it on the front end i found that um feldenkrais and some kind of other stretching techniques and other ways of applying pressure can be a good kind of a gateway drug you know and then once they start to feel some of the transformations then you can maybe go do you want to go a bit deeper do you want to do some of this it was that was that the same kind of rationale that you used or was it something else yeah exactly you know when when i was done with my three-week uh trip to riga uh, and of course i was completely reborn because i think i got 18 uh full deal uh, alexi full hour wow and then would rest for half an hour and then have private or group systema lessons at like 11 in the morning. So that's how I started every day, six days a week. That's so crazy. Three days I was there. Yeah. So, so I ended up going to um, Moscow and Alexei pointed out just to Michael, just in, like, why can't we just walk around, not even do any exercises, but as, as one of the uh, international seminar days was starting. Um, he was saying, oh, look at how Dan's walking now. And, uh, so this, and we were pointing out that I had, uh, for the first time in anyone's real memory, gotten this type of work every day, many, many days in a row. Uh, yeah. So, but again, so I was on the plane coming home from that, you know, completely shot out of a car, born again. I can't wait to share this. And I just, in a half a millisecond, it flashed through my mind, who do I know that would do this? And instantly the answer was no one. There's yeah. no one, because I, I said, you wouldn't even do it for three years, but you're in this extreme circumstance. So you said, okay, whatever, something's yeah. got to give. And, and that deeply frustrated me. 
the inaccessibility of it between the handful of people that that know this technique hmm. versus the the fear factor in it. And I just something inside me, sort of like that first seminar, it, it just it itched me in a way where I said there, there must be a way of bringing the benefit of this work to a, a much more mainstream thing. How do we get there? And I think that is that frustration and, and realization that this is uh, not a complete system because it can't modulate out. You know, there, there has to be this other civilian bridge if we're going to bring it into the civilian world. But I've yeah. come to realize through all the somatic training I've done uh, in the Wheel of Consent system by Dr. Benny Martin, she, you know, it really became obvious to me that uh, soldiers have a, a built-in consent sure. by the they time they choice, get right? that stuff <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. It's a totally different world. And, yeah. and so the, the question of safe or unsafe, I mean, it still comes up with a lot of people who are seasoned fighters who, um, you know, there's especially people um, that are boxers, hmm. but also jiu-jitsu guys, and very, very high-level guys and uh, professionals. But once you change the nature of the discomfort and, and the nervous system doesn't now know whether it's safe or not, it yeah. triggers all these things, even in guys who are, who are seasoned and being pummeled and broken and stomped on and all, all the rest sure. of it. Yeah. Uh, but you stick sticks in their back and they pass out in like 20 seconds sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. like a vagal. Yeah. Uh, but, but, whether they, but they have to really do the work. They can't get away from the work because now a vagal reaction is unsafe, unsafe, unsafe because it's an unfamiliar negative yeah. stimulus. Yeah. So th this works, uh, but, but you're right. I, I, I look towards the most gentle thing I could find. And, and mm -hmm. as I was researching and so how many, um, with some of Feldenkrais books and the, the vast variety of, uh, lessons there were, it just reminded me a lot of Michael, yeah. frankly, and mm -hmm. in that world, in that completely gentle world of just the neurological command of the, the building blocks of motion only and yeah. where work is, removed as much as possible from that. It's before work. Yeah. Um, so that, that was the birth of the... Um, with that same attitude as Michael, I yeah. said, well, I, I, I really think these two disciplines can give me this dial I need to deal with whoever walks through the door. Yeah. So that was the birth yeah. of the somatic training networks, setting that all up, that, that whole idea? Putting yeah. Those things together. Well, yeah. You know, him saying that to me really made me realize, uh, especially as I, you know, as a person thinking of making a a television series about uh, a Russian martial art uh, to launch to the American market. Over the years I was contemplating this, um, you know, the, the, uh, the marketing challenges of Sistema became more and more clear to me. Yeah, it's uh, the least fashionable thing in the world to be Russian, right? World, I thought it was the same thing. <laughs> and yeah. as, I, as I got introduced to somatics and uh, cranial sacral work and all these things, I, I suddenly recognized that there was this vast assortment of uh, disciplines concerned with training the nervous system hmm. that that do not, the public does not recognize it as a community of 
variations on a theme and not all of the people involved even recognize that and there's certainly no sense of community between these disciplines and i suddenly realized that the marketing of all these disciplines is um being hijacked by the originating culture you know there's a difference between uh, the eternal truth of development that somatic uh, work of any kind brings to you. There's a difference between that and a, a training culture. Mm. Uh, because really, the somatic capability, the capability to overwrite habit through slow motion movement and moving your attention around, it is a nature-given thing to us that uh, over history, several cultures and several notable great people have developed um, formal ways of exploiting that. So people have a chart and they can kind of get around the body and do it. But this is just a natural thing that our nervous system creates habits. It must because nature would prefer you miserable and alive than too relaxed and dead. But nature has also afforded us this very simple mechanism of overwriting that habit. And if you do it as a practice and the more deep and deep you do it, the more you get these results in all these areas of life. But if you simply move in very slow motion and systematically move your attention around what you're concentrating on the physical feeling of, Hmm. you will overwrite habit. And that's what system is based on. It's what yoga is based on. Hmm. Qigong, Tai Chi, uh, Feldenkrais, Hanasomatics, all of these are disciplines which are designed to recalibrate the nervous system. Hi folks, Glenn here. As Systema for Life approaches its 100th episode, I'd like to take a minute to thank everyone who has contributed to the show, all our listeners, and to everyone who's offered requests, encouragement, and feedback along the way. I also need to ask a quick favor. We have already enjoyed two years of high-quality interviews, insights, and ideas on Systema for Life. We'd like to keep the show going, and we want to keep it open to all, but we need your help to do it. It takes time, effort, and more than little cash to produce a podcast more than two grand a year at current hosting and production rates. We have no paid advertising, and we do it all off our own backs with help from listeners and generous supporters like you. So if you're a fan of Systema for Life and you get real value from the ideas and the conversations we create, then please take a few minutes now to subscribe at www.ncsystema.com support. Support at whatever level you feel like you can afford. Even $3 or $5 a month is a help. Think of it as buying us a beer or a cup of coffee once a month for our travels. So visit ncsystema.com support and use the buttons on the page to select your preferred monthly or annual support level. You'll receive a confirmation on sign up and you can cancel at any time. Your support really does help ensure the survival of the show. With gratitude, thank you very much. Do you feel like everybody um, everybody fully appreciates that? Because um, you know, sometimes I, I feel like there is a, there are different cultures of people in in kind of like physical culture, right? And some people are just like the go go big and go strong or go hard or go home, and the whole kind of CrossFit culture and things like that have come out of there, and that's kind of enduring. Um, and as people have been getting injured, there's been a resurgent interest i think in like i think via rolfing and foam rolling and that kind of stuff as to what you can do to kind of reprogram your body and i do think there's kind of like an underculture of people who are really interested in somatics but then when i try to spread this out sometimes to people um, and introduce them even to the very soft stuff um to feldenkrais type movements and other stuff it seems like some people are kind of 
pre-wired um, to be okay with it. And some people aren't patient enough to to move in very slow motion and put their attention onto things. Perhaps in well, an analogous way to people saying, I can't meditate because I can't think about nothing. I'm like, well, you have to practice. You know, <laughs> So I found it's like some people, it's difficult to get across to them that something so ostensibly simple could be so powerful. It, it really is. It, it is the challenge that this entire um, spectrum of disciplines faces. And, and that's mm. what I, um, I came to see as sort of my calling. And somehow the fact that uh, I have this natural ability of touch and uh, physical sensitivity that um, I think I had just taken it as being normal. And yeah. it really took uh, Michael telling me that it's not normal. Mm. This is uh, um, this is something that you shouldn't just accept. You need to look at it and see that this is a particular thing for you, and you really should take it more seriously and marry it into what you're doing. Uh, mm. And so this really started me down this road. Of, uh, so that happened previously this frustration at this inability happened and then I, I kind of had this eureka moment um, about three years ago where I realized you know, every discipline thinks that their founder was either the, the key curator of things hmm. like in the systemic world or, or literally the inventor of things Yeah, uh, and because it's ancient it's valid and their training culture is the best. Their founder mm. is the undisputed uh, originator of this idea, and that their discipline provides all answers to all things for all people. Mm. And I can't, and I suddenly was so crystal clear that they're all wrong. Every single one of them is wrong. Um, that there are different flavors of exploration as you're learning to. Uh, feel more and more and more, and that's really there's, there's really only two things the nervous system can do for us in the moving the body around the world. That's sense and command, contraction or release of muscle cells. That's it. Mm. And uh, it, when you break it, and somatic training works to do both. It's working both sides, and, and we know that it's that clean and clear. And we know now why Russian stick body work. Uh, always starts on the back and you're always digging these sticks right up and down either side of the spine. We now know that all neuroreceptors, uh, there's, there's two main keys, one senses, one commands contraction and release, uh, and they're interwoven in the entire body uh, indiscriminately. You, you can barely follow the, the paths because it's so thick and dense. Uh, yeah. But at one spot in the body, they're neatly divided the back of the spine, all the neuroreceptors that sense go into the back of the spine, and all the ones that command come out of the front of the spine. Yeah. So when we're working deeply into that, we're literally massaging the one end of the neuroreceptors for every single one that senses in the entire body. As you go up and down the, uh, the superficial and then, and then the, the working line up the back of the myofascial meridians and all the way up to head work and uh, the work up around the eyebrows because... Uh, the top of the eyebrows is actually where the superficial back line ends, the myofascial meridian that controls uh, your your back, the outside muscles up and down your yeah. back and your neck and your legs, go from the bottom of your toenails, under the toes, around the feet, up the back, and, and, and all the way up at the eyebrows. So this is 
why it's so, so many disciplines work with the feet a lot. But if you yeah. work with the head a lot, especially for people that are just starting, what we'll do um, is I'll use the vibrocussor, which is a very advanced uh, vibratory thing. It doesn't have much stroke on it, uh, but it has a lot of control and a lot of tools. We use that to loosen up the feet instead of standing on the pad. If someone's uh, elderly but wants to do this kind of thing, we loosen up the feet. Then we do some head work. We do some neck work. And then we really begin um, any kind of uh, stick stick body work that we might do on the, mm. on the back. And right. uh, what, what we've done in a nutshell to, uh, because now we're for the first time ever, we're training to certify people in this uh, adapted version. Of course, we still yeah. uh, very highly recommend that people are, are serious about making this part of your life. You can definitely go train with uh, Alexei Chichko in Moscow as well. Yeah. Uh, what we are doing is we have Alexei Satanov who really is certainly the, the uh, most widely known practitioner of this art in the world. Yeah. Um, and he uh, is bringing these uh, traditions to, to the, in their exact measure uh, in training. But what I have brought to the table is that we've developed this system where everyone is really somatically going through um, the wheel of consent program with us. So they are, very clear on this dance because our as we roll this kind of work into the Western world, the, the key is it, it has to be seen as training by, by all parties concerned. And it yeah. has to be training. Uh, it cannot be treatment. In fact, the beginning of our training program is called a transition from treatment to training. Where, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, it has to be for lots and lots of reasons, but this is the most beneficial as well is if the person under the sticks is not, does not have the attitude that a third party is doing something to them, but, they, but this third party is introducing, um, is introducing negative stimulus. So uh, I'm going to start again because I had a phone call. Uh, this negative party, no, sorry, this third party is um, introducing this negative stimulus so you can do work to try to deal with it. Right. Uh, and, and, and you, and it, and it's an active thing. So we are acting as uh, we are shepherding people up toward what they perceive as the most they can stand. And then as a team, we're, we're taking a step beyond that with them hmm. for a breath or whatever we tell them. Cause as they get more advanced, they go, okay, now we're going to go for three breaths at that intensity. But you start hmm. with one breath. We're going to go over what you can, the most you can stand is for a breath. And we're going to come back down. Hmm. So everyone knows what the agreement is. There's no surprises. And now I'm talking about, you know, soccer moms and um, school principals walking off the street and saying, oh, I heard you can do something for my back pain. You know, for the uninitiated, uh, this is what we get it to is where um, consent and um, plan making and where it's training for all that is what it's all about in stage one. And uh, that is overcoming this fear. Once they get past this fear, so we work in a certain mode with them for that long. Then we really start going into giving them more complex assignments. So while they're under the sticks, our uh, the metaphor I use is that um, tension in the the musculature in the fascia uh, should be seen as like drying paint in a paintbrush, and the pressure you put on someone. It can almost be seen as like the water of a faucet. Uh, 
running mm-hmm. on a paintbrush. But as we all know, simply running water on a paintbrush will not clean a paintbrush. Mm-hmm. And now what the student must do under this pressure is learn to breathe, of course, but now we've, we've kind of had that going now because we're out of the fear section. Mm-hmm. Now we have them start moving so as to learn that by controlling other parts up and down the myofascial meridians, uh, the next thing you do is uh, show them that if it hurts too much for you to let go under the sticks, now we're going to start pointing your uh, senses toward part, uh, places b- above and below that location on the same yeah. myofascial meridian and have you let that go. And as you do, the tension goes under the sticks. And as you do this again and again and again, the nervous system itself starts making this correlation and starts remembering that it works up and down itself, hmm. up and down the skeleton. And uh, we're supposed to move in the direction of the bones and all the things that uh, Michael and Vlad have, have taught us a million times about strikes and all this kind of and walking. Yeah. Um, so, so, so the so, next so, thing so, is get them. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that. So, um, so that what I hear sometimes when we get into talking about these kinds of things, and I find it myself as well, is that there's there's almost like a, a hundred things that we could tell people um, in mm-hmm. order to kind of help them get a better understanding of their nervous system and to improve health. Yeah. Um, but what I find is sometimes it's very difficult to to get people to take that first step. What do you feel? What do you feel people need to know that they don't? If you if you had to like give people three things that they need to know in order to improve their health, what would they be? Which concepts would you pick up? The first concept is that you need to move, and and that can be in any way. And what the the real issue is that um, you need to find something that you enjoy doing. And yeah. uh, the first thing you do is just uh, have the agenda be to move. I was a person just like that. I was so conditioned to hear the word exercise as meaning something adults were making me do against my will. Then when right. I started with yoga, I had to like play this little game in my head and say, oh, I'm just moving. I'm not, mm. I'm sweating, I'm, but I'm just moving. I'm not exercising. So sometimes we can get caught up in that kind of thing. So find something that makes the most sense for you and then just realize that you are surrounded by methods of training your nervous system. And your nervous system needs to get trained on a regular basis, just like strength, endurance, nutrition. It, it's not something you do a couple times and yeah. that's it. And you've got tons of yoga studios and if you're lucky, a systemic school somewhere near you, or Qigong or Tai Chi, and, and some of the schools are more secular in their in their culture, and some are more exotic in their culture, and hmm. some uh, you've got film and Christ, half the night, you're surrounded by a community of disciplines uh, that train the nervous system. The problem is, most of these systems were invented before anybody knew there was a nervous system. So yeah. the language of these disciplines does not use the word nervous system. And, yeah. and sometimes it's very poetic and they use words like chi and um, chakras uh, and stuff like that. Chakras and all this kind of stuff. But, but this, is, this is what's happening. It's, this, it's the, the uh, connection between uh, the neurology and the biology. And that's what all these disciplines are concerned with training. They do it all through slow motion movement and moving your attention around and breathing. This is every single one of those uses those yeah. three methods. And gotcha. so if you're interested, find what you like. It might just be the people who are at the class. You just yeah. like the vibe. Stay there. But do right. it. Do something. That's my so, message. That's great. Yeah. So move, realize you need to move, 
flex your nervous system, flex it like a muscle, practice, train using it and becoming aware of it and find a community so that you can kind of get support from this and, and get the, the information that you need. And, and, and train and, and train for the joy of it, for the curiosity, mm. for the, uh, um, you know, it, you're not joining a team. It's not about choosing sides. It's about you um, learning to feel your self more and more and more. And my feeling is if you got two people that live to 80 years old and, one person feels 10 times more than the other one does. Yeah. To me, it's pretty clear who lived more. Yeah. Well said. To, so to feel speaking, is to live. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of joy, um, I just want to kind of pivot a little bit to emergency fish party because that's replete with joy as a series. It's a, it's a pretty amazing confluence of things. So you've got systema, somatics, music, street massage. There's all kinds of things in there. What, what was the, um, the inspiration between starting that? Well, uh, emergency fish party really is what started my entire journey um, down this road. Is that I really wanted to, you know, I feel that um, I am on this sort of late in life. Uh, after you sell your business, and now what are you going to do? Kind of um, thing I've become involved in is realizing that um, this message. It started with the work of uh, Mikhail Ryabkov and this this Russian. Uh, martial arts tradition, the fact that it was over on the side and it, it just felt unacceptable to me in some ways. And, and I've just more and more um, come to feel this. So one of the things I realized about so many of the somatic disciplines is that, of course, they're profound and they're useful and they're everything, but, but, the, but they're pretty dry. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's hard to, I, I want to make some like feel good an equivalent of the crocodile hunter. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, of uh, ever expansive, but sort of robust um, joy and curiosity about um, this kind of stuff. And I wanted to, to a certain degree, uh, make the audience feel what I feel when I'm hanging out with a bunch of system guys. It, it, it's a, it's like this sort of friendly, um, you know, but like kind of a pirate mentality, but, but in a, in a, in a cartoonish way, you know, good, good, well-intentioned, but, um, eating life in huge, uh, spoonfuls. Uh, and that's, that's the big impression I got from hanging out with these, uh, retired Russian special forces guys that, um, I've, I've come to become friends of mine in, in the system world. So I wanted to bring the audience this sense of, uh, joy de vivre and, um, and fun and try to impose fun on the entire question of, um, of training and systema and to try to help, um, capture the public's imagination about this. Yeah. Yes. Grant, and you certainly, a completely uh, different way. Yeah. And practically showing, uh, here's one exercise we have footage of. Here's another exercise we have footage of. And I, I felt like, um, I want to bring more of a sense of a variety show to it and, and have uh, something that where we're going to explore some kind of entertainment thing uh, built on that. And mm. that became emergency fish party. It's about to undergo a lot of uh, big, great changes that we're going to make announcements about in the coming uh, month or two. Um, but mm. the entire uh, effort now is going to be under a new name, including the show, which will go to a vlog format, but uh, it's all going to be called Somatic Fanatic. And, uh, okay. Uh, this is going to be a vlog and a podcast, and there's a book 
that's going to be coming out in March called Somatic Fanatics. So um, the, the mission, uh, certainly with Sistema, right, the very point of it, from my point of view, is to um, create this sense of somatic community and, and, and introduce, ultimately, we've got a lot of uh, business we intend on doing and to, to bring this out to people, but to really uh, promote this idea that uh, of a phrase I just finally came up with a couple months ago, these three simple words that seem to unlock the bizarre glazed look on people's eyes when they say, oh, Sistema, what is that? What, what, what do you do? Why does it look so different or whatever? And three simple words, nervous system training. If you can mm. say nervous system training to people who are uninitiated and then start explaining. Mm. Um, because this is the problem with all these disciplines when people say, what is it? What is the Feldenkrais question method? What is Sistema? And then the answers, uh, as I said at Feldenkrais a couple months ago, I said, this is a discipline in desperate need of an elevator pitch. And yeah. The elevator pitch really, I think, just is nervous system training. And then you go into whatever it is you want to explain about it, but it gives people an anchor point yeah. where they understand the complexity of what you're going to talk about. Because there is really no simple way to describe it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, actually, that was the inspiration for me starting this podcast over t nearly two years ago now. One of the things was just to get as many people talking about it as possible so that we could better define it when we talk to new people or maybe if people shared the podcast or clips, then they hear people talking about it and they're like, oh, that's what it is because it's so amorphous, right, when you get and there's so many things that it does. And that, uh, over the years, it's kind of narrowed down to things like it's a, it's an operating system, right? It's, so mm -hmm. you're, train, you're retraining your body and then you can layer in different types of athletics or different types of massage and other stuff like that and it improves everything you do um but it's still kind of a lot of the time begs this question of yeah but what is it yeah but what is it what does it look like when you go to a class you know and uh, and for myself um for when i started to teach bits of systema in the stress proof training that i do that's kind mm -hmm. of a similar thing that i ended up arriving at i was like well we retrain your nervous system to experience um threats and stress in a different way right and that's and that's the and they're like okay but how and you're like well there's lots of ways in there's breathing there's contact there's movement there's pressure and stuff like that but, but yeah but there has to be some ideas i was just gonna say you know, what you, before they think the question is what is it what does it look like but that question actually is how so you're mm. right by, by saying it's nervous system training now they know what it is mm. now they're not thinking what while you're explaining how and everybody thinks you're trying to explain what that's mm. what this simple nervous system training phrase does. It mm. settles what. Now right. you just start talking about how, and nobody's getting confused because they know what it is. So I, I very highly recommend that we we spread the word to everybody that that any combination of those words or some little phrase that, that amounts to the same thing, training the nervous system, nervous system training, th those three words are what allow the uninitiated to orient themselves to the, the discussion instantly. That's and great. It, it will totally change your life. Right. <laughs> That's fantastic. So can I ask Dan about the, um, the recent uh, videos with Vladimir Vasiliev, the, the private training with Vladimir Vasiliev? Was that something that you uh, approached HQ to do or they approached you to do? How did that come about? Uh, we approached them ultimately. What a lot of people don't realize is that um, certainly we've been involved with uh, HQ when we were shooting in Toronto and, and other, other times, uh, but mainly just as uh, students in training for many years. Uh, but um, what came now was we have been building this um, business in the background of 
Emergency Fish Party. Most people who have seen Emergency Fish Party on YouTube uh, have seen that it, the, its sponsor is Somatic Training Network, and that really is my company. It's the company we started that now is training uh, people in stick body work in the United States. And um, we are going to become this factory for uh, producing somatic training videos of all disciplines. And we're uh, going to be working with the top schools in the world per discipline and bring people really high level training. And we are, um, we're going to be marketing those and putting those together by uh, type of person and uh, common problem. So one of the things we're going to be releasing this spring will be somatics for back pain is, is one of the categories. And um, multiple disciplines will be offering uh, how their discipline would approach these types of problems and you get a multidiscipline pack. This is, uh, again, sort of our philosophy of helping people find a discipline that's most comfortable for them. So you uh, can try training in several different disciplines and say, oh, well, this one I really take to. And then um, you have lots of product available in that discipline with the trainer you like or other trainers. That whole world opens up to you and we continue you down that path with material or uh, hooking you up with seminars and all kinds of things. We're hoping to have it be a, like a bazaar, like a department store of somatic training over time. That so, sounds awesome. Um, so, so is the idea to then offer like Vladimir's product videos to people outside the standard systemic community so they can kind of try it out as like a gateway thing, but you'll have similar yeah, things well, like private lessons with Felt and Grace experts and things like that as well. Yeah. Pri private lessons will be for once you're in or for people who are in. So this is certainly a system and certainly it's not only combat, there's breathing and there's uh, gauging distance and all kinds of things that are not necessarily combat related, but the year's worth of training exercises is for combat systems. So yeah. um, that would, that particular product will remain for a niche of people who really want to train Sistema yeah. uh, at home and have limited access to a, a school or want to train at the very highest level in between training, whatever. Yeah. But now what we want to do both with Vladimir and other uh, instructors from HQ and people we know all around the world is the, the main focus, uh, the main market out there are people who want to feel better or function better. Hmm. You know, for every person that wants to learn self-defense, there's 40 people who need to feel better. And uh, so we want to bring, um, starting with Vladimir and uh, Toronto HQ, um, this type of training to people that are not interested in the martial arts aspect of it but uh, start conducting training with people that just want it for wellness and start uh, curating exercises from the systemic discipline and modifying them to the point where um, self-defense is not a part of what's happening in the training, but balance, uh, yeah, all, all the other things are. Right. Um, and, and bring these personalities. So what we're hoping to do, uh, so we're going to aim at three types of people in 2020 with our first offering. And this will be to people in pain, hmm. to parents who want more connection time with their kids. Uh, I, I said to Valerie, I, I went a few months ago when we shot private lessons, we attended their family class. Yeah. And uh, the energy that was coming off the, the parents who attended that class was so radically different from the energy I felt myself and see in Paris when they're dropping kids off yeah. to lessons. 
Oh, it's totally um, different. Yeah, we have a family class at our place, and it's just great. You know, it's, it's just a, like a bonding experience more than anything else they can do. Absolutely. And I think I would definitely was a dad that I'm better with older kids. I didn't know what to do with little kids. And yeah. as I saw that class, I said to myself, man, I wish I would have known these little cool game-like exercises to do with little kids when my kids were four and five, yeah. three, whatever. It would have really been great. So we're, we're going to... Um, we're going to be looking to, to talk to lots of people. I'll, I'll give you a call as well because we want to start uh, presenting these kind of playful options uh, for young kids, like seven and under, yeah. and eight to 12, and then teens, and, and, and shoot three types of uh, training systems for people to, to get involved with their kids. And then the third group we're, we're aiming at in 2020 to launch with is uh, senior citizens. Hmm. who are concerned about uh, keeping their independence, who are number one concern for many of them is falling. So make sure people are are dealing with the ground, that the elderly, their relationship with the ground is much more friendly yeah. and uh, much less fearful hmm. um, and that kind of thing. So, so we are really trying to um, rebrand um, a bunch of disciplines and make them, present them in a more secular way, yeah. get their... Uh, culture of origin more in the background in the work itself more in the foreground mm. um, and really uh, let people get excited about moving and recalibrating their nervous system and once they are there's plenty of time for them to research all kinds of origins and because it's what captures their interest is one thing what you ultimately have an ability to do with a community around you is also there's a little give and take there and it's definitely yeah. better to settle in something you're enjoying and you can do at home of course with training materials we can we can provide anybody can provide but you also need to get, find something fun to do with your neighbors because that's that'll keep you doing it definitely yeah and it's much needed in today's world right there's just like a, a dearth of connection and so anything that gets people into that social engagement is another another string to the bow of um you know recovering from we're, stress we're, we're and pain and trauma away from a culture of touch and yeah um, so I would say that I would say the one thing that Sistema and, and some other somatic disciplines bring to the table that um, you're not really going to get in yoga unless you're doing body work on the side and stuff. But in training itself, there's so much, there's so much gentle work in the world of Sistema with a partner. Yeah. And the thing that's lacking in, in many of the Asian techniques is that this is uh, it lets you feel yourself, but it doesn't then let you. Uh, what you come to find out is the more you can feel yourself, the more you can feel others also. And this really becomes very clear in Sistema. So I think this is one of the things that Sistema brings to the table that other ones don't. And I think it it plays out in this ability that there can be these family trainings. Uh, I think yeah. there can be in other, in other things too, but kids are not going to... Five-year-olds don't want to do Tai Chi. And I, I, I've been through an experience where I had my kids at yoga, but and they sort of liked it, but it, it went off. There wasn't an action for them. And there's yeah. nothing about that within the yoga world, but I think we all realize that the, the kids need a bit of fun, some sense of rules, but not too many. Yeah. And that we're, there's some action that's a little puzzle-like as, as well as active. And I, think I, I think we all do. Yeah. 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 Adults too, you know. It's more, you're more likely to keep doing it if you're, if you're having fun with people and you're going with your friends, you know, it's like anything else. 
Yeah. So I, I think of all these things, I'm most excited about the, the kid, uh, the, the family one, because uh, it just, seeing the energy of uh, the parents that you're seeing all the time with your program as well, it reminded me of this great story of Walt Disney when he was at the state fair after World War II and came to the same realization. He said, wow, all the parents are sitting on these benches, these benches set up in front of every ride. Hmm. And, we're, and we're just watching the kids on the ride. Hmm. And I, I suddenly thought to all those karate classes and ballet classes and all these classes where it's the same thing. There's all these chairs on the side. Yeah. And so I think there's a hunger in parents for some time where you can rough and tumble with the kids in a way that you still feel is some kind of developmental, but it doesn't necessarily have to be competitive and point, yeah. point scoring and yeah. all that. I think we, as our society gets less and less and less touched, we need it more and more and more because we need to be touching way more than Western society is. And the lack yeah. of touch is one of the reasons we we generally, the, the general population, carries around so much uh, chronic tension in sure. yeah, yeah. their systems. Flinchy, a flinchy society, definitely. Well, this is wonderful <laughs> stuff, Dan. Thanks so much for um, for mapping this all out. I'll, I'll I'll put links, of course, to the Somatic Training Network, to Emergency Fish Party, and to um, the private sessions with Vladimir Vasiliev as well. For those of um, of our listeners who haven't already discovered those, they're they're, they're all fantastic resources. Um, really, really great stuff. Um, was there anything else that you want to add on to the end of it? Anywhere else that we can point our listeners uh, to find you and your work? I would um, I would just encourage everybody to get out there and train. And I, I just want to thank you so much for having me on. It was a, a real pleasant surprise when uh, you reached out. And uh, I am excited for everyone involved with Sistema. And I think um, I think the best is yet to come in our our world. We're so fortunate that we have such a rich foundation um, of being able to, to take on the, the training correctly with the mass amount of videos that uh, both Michael and uh, Vlad have left for us and for instructors in the future is really, really awesome. And I think I really somehow feel like this family um, class is offering the world something that is is not available from any other martial art currently. So if you're listening to this and you have a, a system of school, anywhere near you um promote the idea of a family class and if you're lucky enough that one's already going on to get yourself down there because you're going to have a great time and the kids will too and uh i think you'll be very very happy that it's very time very well spent fantastic sounds like great advice thanks so much Brilliant. Really thanks very much dan take care enjoy your skiing thanks for listening if you'd like to find out more about classes, workshops, and seminars at NC Sistema, please visit us online at www.ncsistema.com. Mm-hmm.